The Daily 202's Big Idea is sponsored by Cleveland Clinic. Men, did you know that one in six men will develop prostate cancer in their lifetime? For more health information, visit clevelandclinic.org slash mention it. Good morning. I'm James Holman from The Washington Post, and this is The Daily 202 for Wednesday, September 13th. Here's today's Big Idea. John McCain and John Kerry outline lessons from Vietnam after watching Ken Burns' new documentary. Hundreds of Washington insiders gathered last night in the Kennedy Center for an advanced screening of Burns' new documentary about Vietnam, which premieres this Sunday. Before he showed clips from the film, the director asked everyone who served in the military during the war to stand so they could be recognized. Among those who rose were John McCain and John Kerry. Burns then asked anyone who protested Vietnam to also stand. Dozens did. I couldn't tell the difference, the director said, referring to the two groups. That's when the veterans, led by McCain, joined the audience in applauding the anti-war demonstrators. I was there, and it was a pretty special moment, and it set the tone of reconciliation and harmony for a discussion about one of the darkest and most divisive chapters in our history. More than four decades after the fall of Saigon, McCain said after the screening that it is the right time to reflect on the lessons. The 81-year-old who's undergoing chemotherapy as he battles an aggressive form of terminal brain cancer said that watching the film reminded him of just how young so many of the Americans who died were. With sorrow in his voice, he talked about the 18, 19, and 20-year-old kids who had no idea what they were getting into. McCain, who spent more than five years as a prisoner of war after getting shot down in a bombing mission in 1967, said that American leaders made a huge mistake by not telling the truth to the American people, by exaggerating the progress in the war and underplaying the body counts. He said that caused pessimism, which bolstered the anti-war movement. Quote, we can learn lessons today because the world is again in such turmoil. Tell the American people the truth. Despite their partisan differences, John Kerry echoed similar lessons. The former Secretary of State, who captained a swift boat in Vietnam before returning home to protest the war, said Vietnam has always stood out to him as a, quote, stunning failure of leadership. Kerry said that war should always be a choice of last resort after diplomatic options have been exhausted. He spoke of the need to have an end game before going in. Kerry said, I hope never again will any generation have to face a moment like we did. The Vietnam War premieres this Sunday on PBS at 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 Central. And that's the big idea. Here are three other headlines that should be on your radar. Number one, the Supreme Court agreed with the Trump administration on Tuesday that some refugees can be barred from entering the country, at least for now. At issue is whether the president can block a group of about 24,000 refugees who already have assurances and commitments from sponsors from entering the country. The latest court actions are part of a complicated legal battle that began in January when the president issued his first version of an entry ban. The Supreme Court is set to consider the merits of those actions at oral arguments in October. Number two, the Senate will vote today on an amendment aimed at forcing Congress to debate and vote on a new authorization for the use of military force within six months. The scheduled vote is a big victory for Rand Paul, the senator from Kentucky. John McCain, who's the chairman of the Senate Armed Services Committee and has been in charge of trying to pass a new defense reauthorization bill, has been reluctant to have any amendment that he sees as a potential poison pill. U.S. troops are deployed around the world under an AUMF, that's what we call an authorization for the use of military force, that passed in the immediate wake of the September 11th attacks. There's been a big push for Congress to formally authorize military actions in places like Iraq against ISIS. 
Several senators who support drafting a new AUMF spoke out against Paul's efforts yesterday, citing concerns that he will repeal the existing AUMF before a replacement is passed into law, which would undercut the military's ability to fight terrorists. Number three, the Census Bureau just released a report that says that the incomes of middle-class Americans rose to the highest levels ever recorded by the Bureau as the economy finally returns to pre-recession levels. More Americans than ever also have health care. That said, the report shows that the top fifth of earners are taking home more than half of all overall income. Another record. Whether the gains will continue is unclear. The median income had surged since 2014 because millions more Americans found full-time jobs. But there is almost no evidence that employers are offering raises to those who have already been employed. Historically, that's been the norm during a recovery that drove increases in wages. And that's The Daily 202 for Wednesday, September 13th. You can read much more at WashingtonPost.com daily 202. I'm James Holman, and I'll talk to you tomorrow.